Come on, come on, it's this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. And as always on these podcasting journeys, we've got Nigel. Say hello, Nigel. Hello, Nigel. And from an undisclosed South American country where he's not doing work for the CIA, it's Keith. Hello, Keith. Hello, Keith. <laughs> do, you, do you know what, Keith? Um, it's, it's almost like you feel me. This week, because you're in a cupboard too. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> He's in a book cupboard. It's I'm I'm in the corner, and uh, yeah, it's quite enclosed. I'm in a corner because there's a there's a party going on outside. Old school bikers gang, I think, because there's all these old Hondas, beautiful sort of classic motorbikes, randomly parked up on the beach. I I I, I sort of it's decided official. not to ask. Keith is hanging out with meth heads. We all know it now. He's providing the blue crystal. Sons of anarchy. Come see me in my cupboard, lads. I'll give you some. Anyway, on that note, we've got some stories to cover. We've got uh, some Godzilla news, some dismal Disney stuff again. Um, Good news for gamers, uh, especially if you've got the Xbox Games Pass. Some bad news for other people with delays and shutdowns. And Keith and I finally get to talk about the last episode of WandaVision. And without further ado, let's move into the movie news. Right. Godzilla versus Kong. It's on. And uh, they're urging you to pick a side. So... I'm going to just quickly go round and ask, uh, which side are you, Keith? Um, Kong. Nige? I'm, I'm with Kong because I've got a bit of an affinity with him, having not only opposable thumbs, but I'm almost as hairy. Uh, well, yeah. uh, most uh, places. Anyway, it, it's, it's coming out soon. I need to check on how to find out how to watch the bloody thing. Um, there's rumours that um, Now TV are going to have the Snyder Cut. So if you want to watch the Snyder Cut from HBO Max, it'll be on Now TV. And I'm hoping that Kong, uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong will be on that too. Um, Warner Brothers released a, a, a featurette around Godzilla vs. King Kong um, in the MonsterVerse, offering new action-packed footage. And there were all the people coming out and saying, hey, I'm Kong, I'm Godzilla, etc., etc. And... Uh, and it just made me think, because uh, I really want to see this film. I'm so desperate for films. I'm so desperate for entertainment. I'm so desperate for entertainment that doesn't carry any kind of real kind of heavy-handed crap political views. I'm desperate for that. And I think King Kong, like Godzilla versus King Kong, will provide me with stupid, silly action, which I'm uh, desperate for, I'll be honest with you. It's... This, uh, it's yeah, go on. This is exactly the reason why... I like mindless action films. There's no political anything in there. Mindless action. Boom. Love it. They um, had, I'm all uh, for it. They, they showed Revolver here um, the other day. It, it, uh, talk about mindless action films, but by God, the gun action in that film is just too fucking good. <laughs> I forgot that. I hadn't seen that film in years, but it's really good. <laughs> If you haven't seen yeah, it, no, look it up. It's 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 good. It really is. 
stupid, mindless it. action of impossible shots. It's all about guns. It's kind of like it's a knife film with guns, if you know what I mean. That, that's how the director referred to it. It's a knife film with guns. And they do all this stupid shit with guns. And it, it's like, it's mindless bo- bollocks, but it's brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, 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 he's oh, in the God. chat. He's in the chat. I've got to find it because my internet's a bit slow. Hang on, hang on. Hello, Dave. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, right, so talking about the, going back to the film, um, Babster is Godzilla. Ah, oh, no, I'm not a Godzilla. Uh, and Dave is, is is Kong, which is is the correct choice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there is no correct choice. It's it's annoying because I think it's going to be Godzilla because it's Godzilla versus King Kong, not King Kong versus Godzilla. So you instantly know what side the movie's going for. Then I'm excited for it. They had the little featurette look quite good. Um, what I do appreciate is in, in the trailer so far, I haven't seen anything of Millie Bobby Brown because there is a Team Godzilla and a Team King Kong. And Millie Bobby Brown is Team Godzilla. And she's like trying to sort all the stuff out with Godzilla. And then you've got the little girl talking to King Kong, who seems really cute with the big finger thing. And she's on that. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Um, be careful, my mum's listening. So don't say shit, fuck or bugger. <laughs> I can't help um, it. Do you know? Do you know what? You're live. That 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 instantly. Um, uh, what was it? Both selector comes into bright, and it's that Davina McCall. You're, You're live. Don't say shit, fuck or bugger. <laughs> <laughs> don't say shit. Every fuck time. Bugger. Yeah, no, it's uh, it is one of those those. Do you things. know what though? The, um, as you started to swear there, Keith, um, I don't know if it was just me, but the internet did start to beep you out. It start, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is the trailer, and they go behind the scenes and they ask all the characters and stuff. So you got this is Team Godzilla there. One of the reasons I want Godzilla to lose. <laughs> Don't you like Millie, Millie Bobby Brown? Have you? Is she? Is she? I've gone, a I've bit... gone off her. She's just. She, she's. She's kind of been warped well, by well, Hollywood. I think. Is it she's the in... whole sort of Ella, Ellen, Ella, whatever it was, Holmes bullshit? No, Holmes uh... isn't her fault. It's just. It's just. She's got. She's got like a prima donna attitude. She ain't good enough to have the prima donna attitude. I'm afraid. What is she? Fourteen now, fourteen, sixteen. No, older than that. Mm. Crikey, you Google at night. You Google how old she is, and then so before, and then we'll we'll talk about it in a moment. I I do remember um, when she was when she was in um, uh, Stranger Things. uh, I remember she was getting a lot of a lot of stick, and she was. I thought she was about eleven in Stranger Things. No, that's her. That's her name, isn't it? Eleven. So, um, I see where I got <laughs> twisted there. <laughs> no, but I know she was quite young. She was about fourteen. She was getting loads of stick off the internet, um, which was a bit uncalled for. Like she's a young actress trying to make her way, forge her way through the big bad world of Hollywood. Um, I just yeah. still in my head, she's still quite young, and she is, isn't she? Really, seventeen. She's seventeen years old. Yeah, she's still got. She could still be forged, I suppose. Um, 
and unfortunately maybe she's taking the wrong influence. I don't really pay much attention outside of films. Personally, I don't really look into whatever people are doing. So, oh, we've got a double Keith. We've got this Keith. Run back. Internet's a bit shit. Yeah, the other, <laughs> another connection is still live on the thing. Anyway, let's, uh, let's move on to, our, on to our next one. Enjoying the podcast so far? Why don't you give us a like on YouTube? Thanks. Star Trek. Star Trek. Oh, I Star can't Trek, believe Star Trek. I just want to read this. Right. Yeah. This is this is the thing that gets me. So we had Noah Hawley, who looks like he put together a really good idea for Star Trek, um, which looks great. And then we had JJ Abrams, um, garbage, and and what's his name? I've got his name written down here in the notes. Where is he? The um, Quentin Tarantino was looking at doing a Star Trek, an adult kind of Star Trek. The problem with Quentin Tarantino is he set himself a limited amount of films that he was going to work on. And he didn't really want to finish up on Star is Trek. That, um, is that the writer, Ka- Kalinda Vasquez? Yes. Now, I was going to get to this. Um, so, Discovery, which is so Star Trek um, that it's not Star Trek, and it's something completely different. Um, one of the writers from Discovery, Kalinda Van- uh, uh, Vasquez, um, has written an original Star Trek movie uh, per deadline uh, per the deadline TV series things. The television writer apparently uh, has pitched an idea herself. It's unclear whether Captain Kirk and his crew of uh, holy, uh, will it be Captain Kirk himself and all the crew or holy new characters or whether it will be Michael, Michael Burnham. <laughs> um, at this time, uh, it's not going to happen. Uh, no one wants to invest in Star Trek, full stop. Yeah, that's the problem. Noah Hawley, even Quentin Tarantino, no one's interested. No one wants to put money into it because they see it as just being lost. Because it's shit. Well, currently it's um, shit, and it's always doing is it's upsetting the fan base and uh, and causing Picard was Picard was a travesty. Discovery is a pile of wank. Um, I can't start, stand below de- decks. It was not funny. It was stupid. Um, inane brain sucking crap. Um, nothing good has come out of Star Trek since well, Enterprise. Um, I, I do like you've, I, uh, you've you've managed to tone that down a little bit because Dave's mum's listening. Yeah, I've well. been very polite actually. You've I mean, done well. My, my, feelings, done well. My, my feelings towards Discovery, especially this last season. This is the first time I actually didn't even bother with the season final. In fact, I didn't bother with the last three episodes. It was just such... I, it, I think it, it, it wasn't even that it made me angry. It was just crap. Yeah, I mean, that's we, the problem. But it's what's the new it, one? A strange new world has started shooting. And the thing is, I quite liked... What's his name? And He's got a weird name. Anthony something Mount. Mount. I did like his Captain Pike. It was, it was the one thing in Discovery that was quite good. Even What's-Her-Face as number one was interesting because she didn't... She wasn't too all-female, all-power crap that they that Discovery likes to push. But Spot, dyslexic Spock just insults me. Um, yeah. And I, I just can't see Strange New Worlds being any better, even though, you know, on paper, it, it, it should be what every sort of original 60s Star Trek fan is 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 looking forward to but i know damn well it's going to be the same it's, it's going to be more of the same drivel because they got the same writers and these writers couldn't write anything all, all i can think they is, couldn't write yeah. a freaking two word sentence i um i watched 
you mentioned Picard and I watch Picard in a different light to what you two would because you two are fans and I'm just simply not. Um, so I came at it from a different angle. And for me, it wasn't too bad, although it didn't draw me in as much as maybe it should have as a, a, a program trying to draw in, say, new blood like me. Um, whereas really, I think it should have pandered to the people who really like Star Trek. Um, what? And they're the people who would really really take this and uh, like demand more go oh we want more but they but, they the, the, but the problem the, is, is they've damaged they've damaged all their relationships with their investors they've damaged their relationships with their fans yeah they've damaged they've damaged every they've burnt every bridge they could find yeah the only bridges that they've got are the internal hollywood ones to get things made now what i think right. it is is you know how uh, Kurtzman, like Keith will understand this, but Kurtzman was saying, oh, we're doing a Section 31 thing. Yeah, We're doing one about Picard's dog. We're doing one about the transport. We're down on Deck 13, yeah? We're going to do a whole series on that, yeah? And he just throws his shit out in order to try and guilt or or, or, or push the, the the television company into making it. So the television company should co go to, to Kurtzman because you do that again, you're fired, and you're never working with us ever again. We should be the correct way of dealing with it. Yeah, you can't sit there and say, "Hey, we're doing this, we're doing that." No, 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 no. You have to go past us first. We're the ones who sign off on the checks. We're the ones who do all the bloody capex, capexes and whatnot, so you can get your show sorted. But I, I think it's that. I think that's what it's a case of. I think it's that case of the desperate holding to the Star Trek license, uh, especially the movie part of it, and they will do anything to hold on to it. And I think that Strange New Worlds even though it's Kiva Goldsman who's part of the crowd, is going to be less JJ's crew than than, than the Kurtz. I, I, I hope so. I, I hope so. I mean, the, the problem with Picard was, I think the only way they got we're going to get him back is if he was able to have his political statement because Patrick Stewart has unfortunately gone nuts um, and <laughs> has become, you know, like everybody else, when Trump became president, he collectively lost his shit. Um, and... You know, they, they, they fried their brains. I mean, I'll say, I'm just seeing comment, Dave, Dave. I'm not going to JJ Abraham's bash because I actually quite liked the first JJ Abraham's Trek movie. I know a lot of people don't. I know Gareth doesn't agree with me. I personally enjoyed it. I do not like any of the TV part of this universe. I think they went uber politics. But I think part of the reason I liked the JJ Abraham's Trek was I liked the cast. And the cast were a huge part of that. I like Chris Pine. I liked Carl uh, Urban as Bones. That was just ge the, the, the central the triangle problem. with geniusly cast. Yeah, but they never used that central triangle. They changed it around. No, you're right. Urban. You're right. You're right. And, and, and um, it didn't really... Oh, our, one of our favourite actors, um, he was in... Um, well, I'm wearing the T-shirt, Winchester. Um, Simon Pegg, wasn't Pegg, he? Pegg, yes. He was Scottish, yeah. He was Scotty. Yeah, Scott Scotty. Yeah, of course. He did. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. His accent was dodgy, but I like Simon Pegg, so I forgave it. Um, yeah, I do remember I, that. That's about it. I, I, I don't mind those movies. I can watch those. I don't. I can't watch Discovery. I can't watch Picard because you know. Whereas these movies, I, I suppose one of the reasons I don't mind these movies so much is because they rewrote the history right from the offset. The one move that I will give. J.J. Abrahams a little bit of credit for was set, rewriting it into an alternative timeline. So that wasn't you could argue that was, 
That was Jay Michael Skrininski. Well, it was a good idea. Um, because it meant, that, it meant that you didn't alienate the fan base immediately. Um, but I'm, I, I, I look, I am any, any, any discovery writer, anybody that's worked on this show writing a movie, I'm not interested because they've proven beyond measure that they cannot write for Trek. Yeah. The only thing that they care about is pushing an agenda. And it's so fucking obvious that, that, that and, 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 you know, when you've got the, the showrunner going, I don't care about Star Trek. Star Trek is a platform to push my agenda. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he said pretty yep. much um, in, in, in a, a, what was meant to be a sort of celebration of all things Trek. How has this guy still got a job? You know, if yeah. you if, if we were in any other era, this guy would have been fired on the spot because that's yeah. not how you make money. I, 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 yeah, there's, there's a, the Hollywood have turned into their own little community with their own politics. And it's weird because their politics um, have no morality in it. And we'll talk about that in the WandaVision review later. Um, but let's go through some comments. Nigel, if you start from here, and that would be good. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> More JJ fan fashion. Yeah, well, you, you've you've uh, addressed that one. Yeah, um, Discovery was watchable when it was just Captain Pike and Saru, or whatever his name is. Do you guys yeah, know Saru? That? Not, Saru. Uh, Saru is Saru and Pike were the two characters I liked. I felt that the guy who played Spock could have done better if he had a better script. Um, so those three were fine, and number one, she was also okay too. Um, Pike seemed to temper the Burnham character and make her a bit, how can I put it, a, a, a bit less Reasonable. crappy. Yeah, Less crappy. <laughs> yes, crappy is the word. She kind of tempered him. They worked good as a foil together, and it's annoying that this uh, this stuff's not not, not like it, it is. Um, so, yeah, what, what other comments we got there, Nigel? Well, David uh, said, never really got into Star Trek. I agree. Um, one of them. Uh, the newer movie with Chris Quiet, Chris Pine was quite good. Yeah, um, Keith mentioned about Chris Pine and that he wasn't too bad in that film. I, I recall the first movie, not very much though. I don't know what happened. All I know is he got recruited to be in the Enterprise. That's the word. I'm not a Trekkie. I don't know it's, these things. I, I think I think whoever did the casting on the film did a good job with the casting. Yeah, that's the one thing I can yeah. say about that film was the casting was done well. Outside mm. that, I'm just like this isn't Star Trek. This is this is too normie shit for me. Um, I like I like my science fiction a bit more complicated. That's why I like my, my Expanse, even though Expanse technically isn't that complicated. Um, it just has consequences from shit they do. Um, what's the other one here? So, so um, oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, uh, I hate how everyone treated Picard. Says Baxter. I couldn't watch it because of that. I couldn't watch it because of the eyeball scene. I saw the eyeball scene. I went, this isn't fucking Star Trek. I know that. Oh, the what? The, the, the Echeb thing. Uh, the way they what? just, just, just totally. The Echeb thing was disgusting. I mean, it was just. It wasn't the, 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 the writers don't understand their fan base. Not that they care, which they showed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Picard was. Probably aimed at, like I said, it was probably aimed more at my tastes than these I don't these think it two. was aimed at your tastes, Nigel. I think they don't know who the fuck it was aimed at. I think that's the problem. 
think there was the one particular they, person they they're think, aiming at. I think Twitter's an audience where Twitter isn't an audience. Twitter is just hate incarnate. I think um, whatever they put out, twi- the people of Twitter would have hated it anyway. Oh, they, they hate so everything. That's all, that's all that Twitter does. Twitter's you just can't, you can't aim towards them. Twitter is a toned down Dalek. You're never going to win with it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's. Right. Let's, so. Uh, Can I just say. Yeah. yeah go on. Yeah. He, perhaps the like the JJ movies. The casting was. Yeah. The casting was awesome. So. Yeah. Yeah. Chris. Um, Chris Pine and uh, Simon Pegg stand out for me. I can't remember anyone else. To be fair. Yes, he was ace. And okay. Keith said a naughty word. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a beeping machine. <laughs> and with that, we will move on. Right, this is how the story goes. The answer is no. Right, let me read Moving the headline. <laughs> <laughs> let me read the headline. Okay, um, Benedict Cumberbatch reveals uh, whether he'd play Grand Admiral Thrawn in The Mandalorian. Now, I know that a lot of people kind of stop caring about Mandalorian because of all the crap that's been going on, but um, that someone asked him point blank, would he play Thrawn? And he turns around and goes, who's he? And he turns around and goes, oh, he's, a, he's a blue character in Star Wars. And he was like, I'm not going, I'm not going blue. Um, but could be lying because he might be cast... We don't know. It is kind of, how can I put it, on the Disney payroll? Is that a weird way of describing it? It would make sense to cast him. I still want to see... I still want to see what's-his-face playing because I loved his the voice in Rebels. I thought the voice was just so eerily what Thorne is. And it was menacing but calm and that that, that just worked for me. But Benedict, I, I'm not going to lie, and I, you've been a common bitch and everything, uh, Gareth, um, it will it will totally work. Uh, uh, he could work as Thorn completely. I just I've got my heart set on what's his face, the the Danish geezer, because yeah, I just I, love that voice. The voice just works for me in Rebels. Plus Thorn would be older too, so yeah. that would work because he's. I like. I I think that the Danish guy could probably pull it off. They'd have to put him under mm. some heavy makeup. Um, he's yeah, but he's got fella. the shape of the face. He's got that that thin, gaunt face, which. Thorn has to a certain extent, and and I, I I just think it would work. But look, if they announce Cumberbatch tomorrow, I'm not going to complain because <laughs> it's Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, but um, I I would like to see the Danish geezer. I I have to admit, I don't yeah. have any opinion. I don't know who Thorn is or whatever that little cartoon thing that you were talking about. I don't know what that is. Um, but Rebels yeah, Cumberbatch. Was... He's a great actor, and I like everything he's in, really. So, um, if he was announced as that fellow you're talking about, Thorne, I'd be in for that because I don't think people do wrong. Here's one for you. The reason that Keith, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch was on a comedy show with Claudia Christian on BBC Two in the early 2000s. Yes, that's true. That's true. The the thing is, like. The, we're talking about rebels and rebels. The people, most of the people that work on the Mandalorian worked on rebels. So, in fact, one half of the creative team behind Mandalorian worked on and wrote rebels. So that's why rebels is quite good mm-hmm. um, and isn't chopped full of all the crap that the other side of the camp in Lucasfilm seems to be thing. And rebels 
it starts off slow and it's a bit kiddie, but then, you know, by the end of the first season, it's hard to argue that it can be kiddie when literally two characters get their heads chopped off. And it's graphic enough that I wouldn't let a young child watch that because, you know, mm. you hear the head thumb. But that's how Gareth sold it to me. He goes, are you, guys, are you watching Rebels? I said, no, I'm not watching Rebels. You should watch Rebels. I said, it's a kid's show. He goes, well, they do this in the kid's show. And he showed me that scene. I was like, nope, 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 you're right. <laughs> nope, they wouldn't. Okay, I'm going to watch it. And it was yeah. good. All right. If I get around to it, I'll watch. Okay. So just before, just before we move on to the next one, uh, my mother totally agrees about Twitter. Uh, not that she's on it. Uh, no, Twitter is Twitter is cancer. I always love saying Twitter is cancer. Um, it's scum and villainy. Yes, it is the most <laughs> it's the hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> might make a good thorn as uh, he was good in the other movies. Come bitch could play anyone. And, I bet he uh, couldn't play would... me. <laughs> I bet you he could. He probably I could bet you he could. Hi, I'm fair. talking to you in my lovely narration. Yeah, no, it would work nice. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, he, he just doesn't have the height. <laughs> doesn't have the height. It's Warwick Davis all the way, isn't it, Nigel? <laughs> if there's anyone, if there's anyone, there, it's if there's anyone probably watch, Tom it's gonna... Cruise. Tom Cruise, yes. But he'd managed to make it film like it is the same height. He'd as still want to stand on a box, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, okay, let's uh, let's move on to our next one. Brave enough to follow us on social media? Why don't you follow us on Twitter at Monkey Nut Punch? Thanks. Was that irony? Yes, yes, that was irony. <laughs> I was. I, I like okay. playing. I love playing that one after saying uh, Twitter is cancer. Um, right. Okay. Disney Plus. Disney Plus has res res uh, withdrawn some of its popular movies from the kids' profiles due to what Disney describes as negative depictions of culture. On the move, which was first picked up by news outlet and uh, ten eleven, uh, now means that no kids will be sorry. Kids will no longer be able to watch the following classic films: Peter Pan, Dumbo, Aristocats. Live action Swiss Family Robinson. Um, and these flicks have been impacted by the decision. I checked. I checked, and yes, yes, they have done it. What a fucking dumb move! I don't understand what's rude, wrong right? with Peter Pan. I I, I know the what they're going to get with. It's what really? It's the Indians. Yep, it's the, the Red Indians. The poker hun, um, yep. hunters yep, character. That, that, yeah, that kind of character. Yep. What's there really? Yep. Seriously, yep. how can you argue? Okay, I I I can hear an argument about Dumbo. I get it's not the that I agree with Dumbo. it, but I. Yeah, that's I know the... it's the Crows and Dumbo, but that's been there for years. Um, and yeah, I you can hear an argument for Dumbo, but I, I Peter Pan, really? This is the funny thing is they've made millions upon millions of dollars off of these franchises, be it riding Dumbo at the bloody park or buying the DVD. They've made a fortune out of these things. These things attract people. They've sold T-shirts, mugs. God knows how much merchandise off the back of these cre uh, the, the back of these these um, creations, and now all of a sudden they're problematic. Uh, right, there is a problem. With it's not there is a direct problem with Disney leadership. They don't understand what they've got, and they don't understand what they're doing with it. They think that they're a cathedral for some for some reason. Here's the thing, right? Most curriculum in the Western world teaches you about historic racism and goes over it. In one way or another, it deals with it, right? Kids are not stupid, okay? I knew when I grew up, you know, but when they first grow up, they're going to four or five. They're not going to start going around talking like those pros in Dumbo. They're not going to think that 
It's, it's oh, Jesus Christ. I, I, I don't, we I live don't in a nanny it. state. I don't get it. I don't really don't get it. It's it's getting worse, and it's it's driving me fucking wild. Do you know what would have been a little better than what they've done by outright removing them? If when you created your child account, say these these particular films and programs have been flagged up by users, it's up to you whether or not you remove them or not from this profile, yeah. and then you tip you click which ones you want to remove and then it keeps all the rest you know put why uh i understand yeah, no, it's I, a I tricky it. but but it's 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 not i mean you know we're not talking about okay look if out of all of those films swiss family robinson is now the one with man friday and okay um Hang on, then. What's one with Swiss Family Robinson? I don't know that. It's the one the crash on the island. Um, Has that got like native people in it? Probably, and, yeah. It's probably. Yeah, I know. What was the one? Skippity doo dah, skippity day. I know that. That, that I know. That, that is. I think that's Song of the South, which. Yes, that's been removed. I mean, that's yeah, been literally that's right. been removed from existence. Uh, I this, no, they've vaulted it. Is the is the, is the term? Is they stick it in a vault? The thing with zip, that is, is that song "Zippity Doo Dah." Yeah, is such an earworm. That and the uh, "It's a Small World" in Disney Disney World stick right in your bloody head. And I actually mm -hmm. like Zippity Doodah because it's the way of breaking it to small world out of my brain. Um, well, but it's just well, a song. yes. I remember you um, being adamant when we were in Florida <laughs> to go on the It's a Small World, you know, for a touch of irony because I'm a little bit smaller than you. Yes. And then for the rest of, I think it was the next two, three days, we were still humming that stupid little song. Yeah, I can say. Do you remember the story we covered about five years ago about the poor bloke that got trapped in that fucking ride for five hours and the song didn't turn off? And I think he, he had he he had he was disabled. Um but he was stuck on the ride for like five hours of that same fucking song by It's a snow. And we were we were less than nice about it. We couldn't stop laughing. Dude, that's that's <laughs> well we thing. but the ride itself isn't too long. It, yeah, it's fairly slow and stuff, but um, you can hear it in the queue as well on the way in. And, the, you know, the queues can take a while. So if you queued all the way in and then you're stuck for five hours listening to that, my word, that's going to be in your head. Every time he goes to sleep, the poor fella, he's going to wake up in a cold sweat. Go, it's a small world. It's a small world. PTSD from it's a small world. Psychological warfare. You weren't there, man. You don't know. You weren't right. there. <laughs> you weren't there, man. You don't know. You weren't there. Right. Okay. <laughs> let's let's get ready to move on to the next one. So that's uh, just a, 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 a holdover from the last one because uh, I would like to see them bring back Blake Seven because I think it needs uh, an update, especially towards the, the latter half of, of, of Blake Seven. Haven't they been trying? I mean, it's been They've rumored been for a while. And there was rumours that Colin Salmon was going to play Blake, and I'm up for that because he could do that. Um, and I think they did it in an audio drama instead. Mm. I'm trying to remember, my brain's probably mixing two I things think, together. I um, think wasn't the people um, behind the Doctor Who audio dramas? Didn't they do Blake? So I'll have, we'll have to check after. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get on it in a moment. 
Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's move on to our next story. You're listening to the Monkey Nut Punch podcast. So yeah, we got uh, so Disney have an investors call every quarter, I think, if I understand this correctly, and uh, the investors get to ask questions. So one of the investors asked the question if the company had a left-leaning bias uh, and they had a blacklist against conservatives um, after the firing of Gina Carano and the, the fact that they don't seem to to like conservative-leaning stuff, um, which is which is fine. Even though you wouldn't know that Gina was Carano was conservative-leaning until right towards the end. Um, she actually came across as like old school kind of liberal from like the 90s and that. But they had the call with Bob Chapek. So Bob Chapek in uh, true, how can I put it, true politi- political fashion, he um, he uh, just blabbed out a load of bon- uh, bollocks. So he said, uh, uh, the company doesn't characterize itself as left-leaning, but <coughs> for standing for values that are universal, respect, decency, integrity, inclusion, inclusion, remember that one, uh, and we seek to have all contacts that we make reflective of a rich diversity of the world we live in. And I think that the world uh, should the world should live in a, a harmonious and peaceful place. Um, it's just word salad of shite. Um, basically, he's like kind of, uh, I don't know. I didn't do this. Why am I being fucking held responsible for this? Yeah, because because you're the big, really big bollocks. He's paid all the money. Um, so I I think it was a case of he just was like he has like a set of phrases like a machine. No, when you query something, it's like error. Computer cannot understand this. Yeah, I think that's what's happened there, where he just spat out a fucking pre-programmed response that he's been spoon-fed by the marketing department so instead of sitting there, there saying is... the sensible thing was like kind of we don't have a, we don't have a left-leaning bias and uh, by, by bias uh, and the the Karina, the gina carano thing is being investigated by hr department and we can't talk about it would have been the sensible thing that would have been the sensible thing the hr department's dealing with it can't talk about it because you know could get sued that's what i would have said it it for the, for the disney to turn around and say we do not have a left-leaning it's just utter, utter bullshit. I mean, you only have to go and watch the last bloody Avengers movie to have that contrived bullshit female scene where they all were conveniently able to do that hero pose scene and tell me that isn't left-leaning. That's, I, I, I find that condescending. That's yes. condescending. No, I find it insulting. Right. Do, you, do you know what the funny thing Jay-Pak. is? That he did the same thing in Infinity War, yeah, but it wasn't as condescending. You had no, the bitch fight. The story. Yeah, you yeah, but you had you, you had, had Wanda. Midnight. You had Wanda, Wanda, and then in comes and Black Widow, wasn't it? Black, Wanda, Black Widow, and uh, Michonne from The Walking Dead because I can't remember the character. Oh name. yeah, they were yeah, fighting Proxima awesome, Midnight, and Wanda turns up and just splats her, and then she turns up and goes, yeah. "What was she doing up there?" Which is the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, that was funny, and and you, but you can do female empowerment all that bullshit with it with with well having it sorry it's not bullshit that's insulting but you know what i mean um and you can have powerful women and and do the characters well you know one of my favorite characters in sci-fi is a female and i love her which one's <laughs> that doesn't what's the first avasarala avasarala is the best fictional politician that never existed 
I fucking adore her for Sarah though. I do, I adore her. I want her to be my granny. Um <laughs> she's just awesome. Um but um I just uh, Disney Bob type Chipek, go fuck yourself, sorry, but just seriously, go fuck yourself. They, oh, they, dear, that's they, like the they, BBC they... turning around and saying we're not left leaning. I mean, seriously. <laughs> this this is the weird thing, is is I there is these 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 companies have um how can I put it politely? They have a moral problem and they have a perceptional issue because they're they're almost far left. We'll say we'll say almost far left. They're not even left. They're almost far left. Yeah, and they think they're the centre. Yeah. Now I describe myself as a centre, but I have I right lean places and I left lean places, and that's why I describe myself as the centre is because I like to pick from the best of the both. Yeah, so I can have a I can have actual diversity of opinion. Yeah, so I can have that. So I can sit there and say, hey, if this is right or this is wrong, and think about it in, in, in those terms. Yeah. So I just I just find it I find it crazy. I find it crazy that they didn't come up with a with a better canned response than what they had. Anywho, um can we move on? We're gonna move away from Dismal Disney because we're gonna go back to that with one division and uh we'll uh what do you call it? We'll uh move on to the next uh, a word's too much for you. Then you should follow us on Instagram. We put pretty pictures out. Thanks. Um, it's true. If words are too much for you. That's why you use Instagram. Um, Better Call Saul. I love Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul's probably some of the best written TV. Um, and they put out this picture to say that they're back on filming for the last season. I believe it's the last season. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen. You've got the I can't remember the 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 Mexican bossy's mush, the one who hid out. Yeah, they tried to assassinate, but they cocked up. Um, is uh, Kim going to survive? Is Kim the one that's tracking him down in the future? Is it Laolo? That was his name, Laolo. Is it Laolo trying to get his revenge? Is he going to get a happy end, or is he going to get a nasty end? What's going to happen? I don't know. But I'm 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 waiting here with bated breath. We've just got this kind of. Um, if I can just zoom in a bit, that there just to say that they've they've started. There you go, tenth of March. Stupid Americans with the dates. See if you had it, if you had it the other way round, then putting the date there'd be easy. Um, just a tip for the entire country. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, I'm clearly the third of October. That yeah, it's clearly the third of October. Um, yeah, so that that was that was great. And uh, I'm really happy that it is coming back. And I want some good news. I want some good news. I've got Godzilla versus King Kong. I've got the Snyder Cup, Cup, which I'm not. I'm not thrilled about watching, but I'm interested in it. If that makes any sense, yeah. It's like I'm interested. There's apparently, when it comes to doing with these things, just talking about films, uh, the Snyder Cut. Zack Snyder's going to be online with some of the people from Geeks and Gamers and that, and they're going to be doing a charity stream before it goes live. On HBO Max um, to try and raise money for suicide prevention, which is great, and I, I can't remember the, the details of it, um, but it's it's that's great that Zack Snyder is going out of his way to talk to YouTubers. I think that's fantastic, and he's 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 giving out some some art and stuff, and I think Ethan Van Sciver, part of the fandom menace, has uh, put some bits. I, I I was I was pissed at him for his vision of DC, but all in all, he's not entirely bad bloke. Is uh, Zack Snyder? I will give him that. Um, and he has made movies I like, you know, Sparta, uh, Three Hundred. Still like that film. 
um, even though it's cheesy, but I love it. Um, so just a quick question, because you, you said this at the beginning. Surely now TV are getting this, because don't doesn't Sky just have the HBO contract? Now, now, yes, now t- it's going to be on now TV, because that's how I'm going to I'm going to watch the Snyder Cut, and I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping that's how I'm going to watch my Godzilla versus King Kong. I'm Isn't it out on Friday? I think it is. Is that like the 18th of March? Nigel, 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 Okay, we'll move on to the next story while Nigel's is finding something. Yeah, Mar- March 18th. Um, March 18th this Friday. Either Sky Cinema or Now TV, where you can watch them on either of Now those. TV. I think it's Now TV with the entertainment package that includes the films. So if you're going to watch it in the UK, get Now TV with the film package, and then you can be able to watch the Snyder Cut if you're interested in that. And fingers crossed that Godzilla will be bloody on it too. Anyway, time for some gaming. Bethesda, Bethesda, Bethesda. Finally, the wet ink on the Bethesda Microsoft deal has finally dried and everything has been confirmed off. Now, Nige has confirmed to me that uh, these things are showing up on uh, the games, but because the, the, the deal's going through, anyone with a games pass, especially if you've got like an ultimate games pass, so you've got the PC bit added onto it, um, will be getting the following games. Dishonored Definitive Edition, Dishonored 2, um, Doom 1993 version, Doom 2, Doom 3, Doom 64, Doom Eternal, no Doom 2016, guys, where is it? I want to play that. Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Online, Evil Within, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, you weren't there, man, you didn't know how bad it was. Um, Fallout New Vegas, yes, no Fallout 3. Prey, ironically, I bought Prey at Christmas um, because it was on like a bundle for a tenner. Um, Rage 2, Rage 2 is a good game. Um, It's not fantastic, but it is worth a play. Uh, Wolfenstein New Order, Wolfenstein the Old Blood, Wolfenstein Young Blood. Um, And (laughs) funny, we got all these things out with all the games coming out, yeah? Todd Howard says, Microsoft buying Bethesda helps prevent another Fallout 76. Um, To which, is he leaving? It's Todd leaving. Is he going to get a big fat check and, and get to go out the door? Um, does Microsoft have quality control? I imagine that, that that's the case. Also, um, Microsoft wants to use the id Doom engine on other Microsoft projects, which sounds good because I think the Vulkan API that is built on, um, it works really well. That's why you can get Doom on the Switch and Doom Eternal on the Switch because of the, the way the API set out. It's good news all around for anyone who's got... Uh, Anyone who's got uh, a what you call it uh, a games pass thing because I think games pass is uh, is worth it if you've got a if you've got a Xbox Series S one or X. Nice, yeah. you were nosing at this while we were ch- chatting earlier. I was. Um, I've I've got a ultimate pass. What I'll do, I'll just quickly share my screen here. Mm-hmm. This is on the PC. Yep. And you can filter when you've got the, the Game Pass app, 
you can then filter by they've grouped it software softworks collection which is great and everything here that you said is available so that means not only is it available on the xbox it's also available on pc yes. now i'm unsure as to if it's going to use the smart feature where if you play it here save your game and then you play it in on your xbox you can continue i don't i don't know if i you imagine can do that. that they'll patch it in over time i imagine the newer stuff like doom eternal will have it on um i can't think of any other new stuff they've got on that list but definitely doom eternal i reckon we'll probably want to having it on and the other part too is that they're also available on the cloud streaming service and i can't wait for them to bring out the bloody streaming app for pc um so we can play these games on PC without having to have the hardware, um, which is going to be good. And it takes us quite nicely into our next story, if I can press the right bump. Hi, we've also got a Facebook page. Why don't you pop over there and give us a like? You can also watch the live streams on there. Thanks. The cloud gaming firm behind Shadow have filed for bankruptcy. Blade? Well, I've never really heard of. I've heard of Shadow because I've used Shadow as a as a, a streaming platform for for PC gaming. Um, they've uh, what do you call it? They've uh, they filed for bankruptcy. Uh, there's been another blow for cloud gaming this week as Blade, the company behind the renter ga a gaming PC in the cloud service Shadow, has filed for bankruptcy in the US. It has been placed into receivership in the home country of France, and now they are seeking new investment and hope that the Shadow adventure will continue, according to a, sta a statement from their website. Blade have now announced that they've become a victim of their own success, having attracted thousands of users over the last five years. There is still a thousand more waiting in the wings, according to our, their statement. And I know this, because if you go to the site and you try to sign up for it, you have to wait until like September and whatnot, because I was going to sign up for it over the, the COVID thing, so I could have a gaming PC to play with. As demand continues uh, to uh, increase despite the lengthening delays, as Shadow, the company that now faces reorganization in order to free themselves from debt holding them back from developing their cloud technology further, they'll also be seeking new investors over the coming weeks and will announce further plans once they've been finalized. So it looks like the Shadow part of this Blade company has been saved because they've probably got a ton of hardware and a ton of experts running on their stuff. And they kind of want to keep everything kind of running from that. Now, if last, as I said, I was going to hire uh, a, a gaming PC from them over the, the what do you call it, the COVID period. The problem is the waiting list at that point was till September, and then it was till October, and then it was till November, and then it was till, and then I just got myself a new PC, uh, got myself a new Mac instead, which was a lot easier. <laughs> Annoying. Um, the service is quite good. I've used it. I used it for a couple of months back in all oh, twenty. It was before you went away, Keith. I think I showed you before I showed you Fallout 4 on it and yeah. I played XCOM 2 on it. The latency it was it was weird because it was like you'd have like a steady stream and then like a little jolt and then you'd be fine. So you play it and all of a sudden you just get a little interruption inside the gaming thing. The the network connection for the for the server, so if you were running and downloading stuff from that server, lightning quick. Um, it was great because you could back up the stuff on the really. It was a really good service, probably the best cloud service. I think it was. I will put it above 
um, the Microsoft X Cloud because it was cloud PC and you could do whatever you wanted with it if you had a PC game. So if you had the PC game, your Steam could go on there, you could put your entire collection, Origin could go on there, you could put your entire collection because this existed, this gaming PC existed in the cloud. It was, oh, crikey, was it 1080 Titans that they used or equivalent of for the graphics? Everything could be set in Ultra. Um, did 1080p reasonably well. Um, as I said, the streaming. But then again, I had a crap router at the time and now I've got a better router. So maybe, maybe they've, that, that, that sorted itself out. It's a blow. Uh, as I said, I'm, I'm waiting for the, the Xbox cloud gaming service to come to, to PC and hopefully Mac so I can play on it because that would be just great having all of that stuff there just at your fingertips, especially with the, the Xbox One because you've got a whole games library to play through, especially with new, all, the, with all the Bethesda stuff. Anyway, Nige. Nige, Nige, Nige. Are you, uh, have you tried the cloud gaming stuff for Microsoft? You, um, you, you, own, you own a license for it, so you can pop it on your phone and give it a whir. I have tried to play a very simple golf game um, through my Android device, which I've had installed on my Xbox, just over the Wi-Fi, really, and it was shite. It oh. didn't work in the slightest. Uh, controls were so crap. It was. Uh, it just put me off. However, another service I've but tried. Can't uh, you I've... can't you connect your Xbox controller to your Android phone and use the Xbox controller? That I have also tried. I managed to get it connected to my phone, which then didn't work properly, and then obviously you got to resync it with your Xbox each time you do that so if you are going to do that you need a separate controller so you can go between the two if you were to do it's that it's true that you have to do that but i got the ps4 controller working with my uh, phone and ipad the other day um i was yeah. uh, i gave up using it because it doesn't make a good drone controller but uh, it works yeah it, yeah it was um trying that over the cloud thing was um in my opinion just a waste of time so i'm I'm fully out of cloud gaming for the minute. Okay. Uh, might be half I, I, down to my uh, internet connection. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's down to your internet connection, your ability for your router to handle the traffic. Mm. So it depends what rating you've got on your router to how much bandwidth you can be flushed through. Because I've got but, the I've got the experimental uh, X, uh, the Xbox streaming app on my PC side of my Mac, and that works really well the latency is almost non-existent and it's streaming from my little xbox to my router downstairs and then back up to my to my mac um and that seems to work really well and yes but you've got a damn good router though as well don't forget that that's because i walked out for a gaming router because i was just getting tired of the nonsense mm, i think that's when... gonna have a I, yeah well i think that's gonna i've so... i've be, i've used another feature of this uh well it's not quite cloud but um they have recently brought out football manager 21 xbox edition um and i thought Do you know what it's on the ultimate pass download it it's free so i did and i set up a game blah 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 then i found out that also you can run that same version on my windows 10 machine so i downloaded it and when i opened and it went oh are you signing in with this profile I went, yeah i am 
and right. it went okay synchronizing downloaded the game from the xbox and i could continue and this is why night has not done any work this week <laughs> lunch breaks are great um <laughs> lunch breaks, yeah but not two and a half hours of lunch break um just we'll do one more thing <sighs> shit got mean um, oh no I'm halfway through, Dan. Yeah, so it works. And then you then you play on the PC, you do that, and you just, unfortunately for me, uh, sometimes it doesn't quite sync. So uh, sometimes yeah. it does, sometimes it doesn't. It's, and you can't just click a button to tell it to sync, which would be better if I could go sync. I know that's out of date, sync. And it doesn't. It, you have to wait for the program itself to go, oh, I'm, I feel like syncing today. It's not. Well, the, it's not a great. I imagine the more people use it, the the better it will be. So that's the smart yeah. delivery thing. So that's fantastic let's, let's, feature. Yeah, when it works. <laughs> when it works. Um. So yeah, we've got that. Um. Uh, so we'll move on to our next story. Watching the content so far. Why don't you leave a comment and join in with us? <laughs> not a great one. Not a great one. Gran Turismo has been delayed till 2022. So the PS5 version of Gran Turismo, which is the Gran Turismo 7, uh, has been delayed. In a statement uh, provided to GQ and confirmed by IGN, a Sony spokesman wrote, Gran Turismo 7 has been impacted by COVID-related production challenges and therefore is shifting from 2021 to 2022. With the ongoing pandemic and its dynamic changing situations, and some critical aspects of game production have been slowed in the past several months. We'll share more specifics on Gran Turismo 7's release date when available. Um, we're going to be hearing this a lot this year. This is going to be the excuse for when we get towards the end of this year, and a lot of games are going to be pushed into February, March, um, I, April. I, whereas, you know, a lot of this bullshit about tech stuff not being available or, you know, manufacturing stuff, I, I, I argue, and prices being put up due to COVID, gaming design is largely a collaborative thing. And if you can't work together, Zoom meetings and home working is going to, I can't see that having an impact on this, on yeah. this particular industry. I'm not saying that that, 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 it, that it is the same for every single industry, but I can see it here. I can see, yeah. yeah. It's a shame, yeah. Um, yeah. but you know, before Babster gets in there with this comment, maybe I'll have a PS5 by then, so it'd be <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, you might. Do. Although I'm, I'm disappointed because I am looking forward to GT7. I'm, I'm happy to wait for a finished and polished game. I am. I'd rather a game came out completely finished and done, and everything's been polished off nicely, so it plays nice. Not like that other oh, shit show that we had on recently. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, it, it's 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 one of these things where it's um, it, it is easy. It, it isn't easy to work at home, especially when it's a big project. Yeah, if you're a big mm. project and you're a team within a team within a team, and you're the guys in charge of say coding and designing all the legs for all the characters, your job is the leg. You're the leg man. Yeah. <coughs> Right, and then other people have got the arse man, got the chest man, got the arm man, etc. Yeah, 
you're that guy who's responsible for doing that. You need to work with 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 the with the abdomen man and the chest man in order to help build an entire character because it's kind of split up that way. It's not easy on a smaller unit when it's just like seven developers. You know those indie titles. That's what's going to happen. What we're going to see here, I think, is we're going to see the rise of the indie developer. The indie developers now have a big, big open window here to push out as many games as they can because they can do the, what the big developers can't. And there's going to be there's going to be a hunger for the games. If you look at Fall Guys and you look at Among Us, the two biggest games of last year, okay, Cyberpunk thought it was going to be them. Sorry, guys, you beaten by Among Us, and then Fall Guys after that. And at the moment, it's looking like, like a Valheim or something along those lines, which is like a, a world builder. It's an early access Valheim, I think, at the moment. Yeah. So you, so the smaller indie devs, devs are the ones that are gonna gonna get this and gonna push this out. So those smaller games, because they're more agile, to use a crappy business term, they're more agile when it comes to sorting these things out. They're gonna be capable of of, of getting you your indie games. So we're gonna be doing, enjoying indie games this um, this winter, shall we say? And hopefully they'll be good. The downside is all those big titles will be the year after. Anyway, on that note. Enjoying the podcast so far? Why don't you give us a like on YouTube? Thanks. All right, I saw this trailer and it piqued my interest. I'm going to play it to you and see if you can understand why it piqued my interest. Please don't be 60 frames a second. Scary ass. Floor. I feel a double fuck coming on. Keep watching. This sort of music always is a little creepy. It's not any slower, man. Well, that definitely looks like the um, GTA, uh, whatever it was, demo. Yeah. PT demo, that was it. Yes, that was it. But yeah, that was Evil Inside. I saw that trailer and I went, ah, oh, someone's did it. There was one called Allison Road. I think it was called Allison Road. That was going to be an indie game. That looked, it looked more like it was set in a house in Weybridge rather than, how can I put it? Uh, <laughs> than, um, what do you call it? Than the PT thing. Uh, I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see where that will go. And yeah, yeah I think you're right. Uh, it might be a case of the old double fuck. Um, 
not one of my proudest moments. Um, but hey, these are one of the things that happen. Still, YouTube gold. It does look. Uh, it does look good. Okay. All right. So that's. Um, we needed to talk about this last week, but we never got around to talking about this last week. And uh, we're going to talk about One Division. Right. Well, as we like to say in the droning community, they 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 fucked up that landing, didn't they? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well. Um. Right. So let's let's go through the the the. the, the several kind of how can i put it structural issues with it yeah and i know this because i've been reviewing dave's book and i've been rewriting helping him rewrite the structural issues in his book so when it comes out people will say that it makes sense so the first structural issue in it goes like this the bad guy in sword wasn't the bad guy he really wasn't the bad no. guy he may have had poor intentions with vision but he wasn't the bad guy. Wanda was a bad guy. Yeah, she imprisoned a whole town of people, locked away their children, forced them to, to, to live a thingy. Even um, Agatha, she was trying to stop her. Yeah, not the bad guy. Wanda was the bad guy all the way through that. But because this is what we were talking about earlier about how Hollywood has a problem with morality. Not the bad guy. Yeah, instead of having them arrest the guys at sword for doing dodgy shit and then go sorry wonder you got to come with us i'm gonna have to put you in the raft and then her going no and then fucking off which would have made more sense yeah that didn't happen um they just said I, uh oh it's um oh she's acted that way but grief. potentially no, no, no. that ending was setting her up to be the bad guy in um uh dr strange that is the madness, rumor yeah I'm she hoping, is meant to be the bad. I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah, uh, and and yeah, it's, yeah. The, the Monica, the bit with Monica Rambeau, and I just just brought up a moment ago. The bit with Monica Rambeau where she was like, kind of, oh, no one will know what you had to give up. And um, right, you had to give up two children. We had whole families locked in rooms that they couldn't get to. People mm. screaming to try and get three. Yeah, it, whatever it, you thought happened, there was the Asian fella who worked in the office with Vision, whose dad was critically ill. He could have died in between. You doing there this. was there was none of this crap until that final episode and then it was just laid on thick um and yeah the morality just the, the I, I think we've been here before where I've said to you I feel that the most writers now in Hollywood are immoral bastards um yeah. and it keeps coming out and this episode just proves it that again we, again they are more concerned about an agenda that they have than they are morality and 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 you know wanda imprisoned all these people and no one gave a shit about all these people because it's all about the women and women power and it, it it's just bullshit. um and yeah again i'm having to argue for i'm, I'm getting so far i'm not a conservative i'm left and yet i'm arguing this all the time because it's bullshit. and uh, I mean, that wasn't even the most egregious thing. I think I've become immune to this crap, or I'm just so sick of it now that I don't even bother getting upset about it. To me, they said they, that when when Quicksilver turned up and then Agatha Harkness was revealed, yes. they they had this infinite possibilities to do something really cool. You could have hinted at the Fantastic Four. You didn't have to show them. You could have hinted at them. 
You yeah. could have you could have brought in all of these characters. You could have had Agatha. You know, Agatha Harkness has got had her fingers in so many pies in the whole of the Marvel universe, and all you had to do was drop feed us a little bit here and there. Just give us drips. You know, we get excited about hints, let alone actually seeing the real thing. They did none of that. It's like Iron Man well, Three, but worse. But Iron Man Three wasn't that bad. It um, was because they 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 fucked up extremists. I'm sorry. But they did. And then having like the Mandalorian, not the Mandalorian. Oh, and because everybody bitched about it, we're now gonna have a Disney Plus series, not the Mandalorian, what's his face? The Mandarin. Um now we're gonna have the Mandarin and the Ten Rings. Um Yeah, the Mandalorian versus Iron Man. That could be quite cool actually. Um but it I I'm sorry, but I, I'm not an uh, an um, look, there are moments in Iron Man Three that I love. I love Tony Stark's interaction with the kid, it's brilliant. Um but Iron Man 3 as a whole, it was the subverting expectations in the worst possible way. And I and they did it again. They they bought in Quicksilver. That, what right, do you think right, the fans going back, were gonna right, do? Right, going going back to Iron Man, yeah. They did hint that there was a Mandarin, yeah. At the end in this extra sequence. Not the Hail to the King thing, the extra sequence at the end, yeah. There was that. There was that thingy. I felt that that was okay because they turned around and went, "No, there is, there is a Mandarin." The problem we can't do him because he might be a tad racist. That's why we worried about it. Disney going back to Disney's morality thing. That's something they couldn't do, but they could undo it there. And when Ben Kingsley's pretending to be the proper Mandarin, and he's at there and he goes, "What was it? Um, I'm going to teach you another lesson." I was the toast of. I, I just like the line. I was the toast of Croydon. But one, I think one division was worse because they undid the Quicksilver thing. If they'd have left it alone, I would have been okay with it, but they undid it in the last episode. So the yeah. possibility of other characters from other universities coming in was removed. That wasn't great. People have turned around and said they've they've done that like that classic thing where they're trying to fill in the gaps. And they turn around and goes, maybe it was Quicksilver from another universe and he was just hiding out and he made up a silly name to hide out with. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, that, that does have a, a slight ring of truth, but I, I don't think it is. That's wishful thinking in my part. Um, I think, I think they just, because I, I, they just, they knew what they were doing with this. Why else cast him? You can't tell me, oh, we cast him because he, he was in Kick-Ass with the... Uh, the, the 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 you know the cinematic Quicksilver that was bullshit. I mean, you didn't cast him just to make that 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 one liner. No, they cast him. Five. They cast him because he is the Quicksilver from the other universe. They knew that people would react yeah. to it, and that's the bit that got me. If they'd have left it alone, um, the other bit I didn't like you... it was was the bit where Monica Rambeau goes to the cinema, and it's like kind of we want to see you over there in the theatre like that, because no, we don't want to see you in the theatre. Your character was all right. Um, but you can't carry a franchise. Uh, we don't really want to see you in, in, in something else unless they write you a better character. Um, you know, but isn't like, she going to be part of the Secret Invasion series? That's what no where the, the Secret Invasion I, is coming, and that's all what's its what, face. What I did find funny, it was, was like kind of, we want to get you, and she goes up there, and, and I went, on the roof. <laughs> they want you well, that roof. is where Nick Fury is, and I mean, that's oh, the in whole... the good seats. They yeah. have the good because, seats uh, in those yeah. In the good seats, yeah. And, and, uh, and, and the other thing is, maybe I mean, they should have arrested Monica Rambeau for fucking aiding Wanda. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
and that kind of yeah, that, but that line was oh, no one knows what you've been through. Um, it's just it's just oh, fuck off, yeah. Um, you, please. No, all, all she'd um, been through before starting it all was losing vision. That was same it. like every like everyone else has to. Do what? Well, no, she killed. She killed. Okay, all right. I will slightly, slightly like two percent correct you there. Um, or is that she killed Vision to have Vision brought back to then witness him being killed? Uh, she killed Vision to save him from being horrifically uh, killed by um, what's his face, right? That then what's his face comes in and reverses time and then kills Vision in front of her. That's gonna be, that's gonna fuck you up a bit, all right? That's gonna make that's gonna be a bit traumatic. Still doesn't right? excuse I will give you, you for traumatizing a whole town full of people. Precisely. Precisely, but we shouldn't that. underplay her her trauma. It was real trauma, but on the other hand, exactly what Gareth says, that doesn't outweigh the 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 fact that you've imprisoned in the whole town and probably caused more trauma in the long run. Certainly, you know, paying a lot of counsel is a very long time to come. Um, exactly, that's what I meant. But let's not underplay... Yeah. She does have real trauma. I, um, I did, but... did like how Vision defeated White Vision. Um, we didn't defeat White Vision. He White Vision is now Vision. No, no, <laughs> White Vision. Yeah, unlocked him. But he, what do you call it? He he beat him through reason. I like that because they were fighting. They yeah. were it was even match. They weren't getting fucking anywhere. Yeah, they were, they could have done that for weeks. So he turns around, and goes stop. He goes, hang on a second. Am I the real Vision? I don't know. Am I the real Vision? I don't know. Yeah, and then he goes talks about the ship of Theseus, which is which is a great one. Um, yeah, that's right. Because he was saying, um, "What's your program?" And my program's to kill Vision. Okay, why do you think I'm the real Vision then? Yeah. And that's where the ship but, thing came in. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's Not still, I mean, there's, there's still a massive hole in the story, right? Because there's right. They 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 retconned it. I think they fucking filmed this backwards. They retconned a bit where they turned around and said that Wanda had stolen Vision's body, and that's why they were after him. Yeah. All right. And then it was no, they hadn't stolen Vision's body because they made a white vision out of Vision's body. And it was like, okay, but you said to the annoying Cat Denning character that you were tracking vibranium decay inside the force field from Vision's dead body. Logic? Anyone? Mm. Anybody? No, it didn't make any sense. It didn't make, it didn't any, make sense. any sense. I think white vision coming back. I mean, to me, this entire fucking nine episodes has has existed to launch the bad guy for one movie and bring vision back from the dead because vision is back you know so next time we see him he's probably going to be not white vision uh because that would be racist i'm um, really tempted to get all those episodes put them together and turn it into a film just and still be shit cut down those first two episodes to about five minutes which is what they should have been Mm. Um, I, I'm sorry, but th th there were brilliant moments in this, and but they ruined it all at the end. And I can't help but think they knew they were doing that. Why else bring that guy in as Quicksilver? It, do you think your fans are going to go, oh, they tricked us, don't worry about it? You clearly, again, don't know your fandom whatsoever. This this looks like this looks like. Like Kevin Feige has diversity hired, brought in a load of fucking people that don't understand Yo. what they're writing Whoa. for. Hang on, and done that because they thought, oh, the fans will love it. Hang they won't second, see this coming. It'll be the sixth sense. 
Did you hear? All right, hang on a second. I wrote some notes because I had some rumors about the showrunner, right? Okay. Uh, apparently, the showrunner knows nothing about Marvel outside the films. Okay. So all, the, so, all those Mephisto things were put in by the production team, not by her. The sitcom idea wasn't her idea, it was Kevin Feige's idea. Um, she didn't read the comics that she was given. She was given a lot of WandaVision, uh, Wanda comics from from thing. She didn't really realize it. The other thing too was Paul Bettany with uh, there's an actor I've always wanted to work with. It's myself. Yeah, it's clearly a joke. And, and you know what? I forgive him for that because that's quite a clever joke. And um, what I can't forgive is um, Elizabeth Olsen. We've got a, a, a Luke Skywalker reveal at the end, and it's like, where's the reveal? You've got a costume. Congratulations. Um, so, yeah, you're right. She's getting set up for the bad guys. She can astral project. That's why she was reading The Dark Hold whilst having a cup of coffee at the same time in the mountain cabins, which would make sense if she was running away from the authorities. Yeah, I would accept that if she was running away from the authorities. And that would have been the best thing to do. I fucked up. I'm going to run away. Yeah, you can't stop me. Bye. Boom. Would have been okay. But it's annoying. Apparently... Um, Talking about one division, Disney Plus managed to hit a hundred million subscribers. I don't know how true this is. It's part of me is like kind of it's awfully convenient. It's awfully convenient. No, this now. is this is meant to be true. I've heard this. Um it doesn't entirely shock me. Um even my bloody dad's got Disney Plus just because Disney. Um and there is some stuff on there. I mean it doesn't entirely shock me that they've done this. Um, but as Marvel's first show, I'm not impressed uh, at all, really. Um, despite the whole Gina Carano thing, I do like The Mandalorian. I, I respect that you don't. Um, uh, but for me, The Mandalorian was just, it's member berries, and I get that. Um, mm. um, but this was a massive letdown and I can't help feeling that they knew that they were doing that and their arrogance uh, they thought the fans were going to take that or they just didn't care and they were making this for Matt. The, the, the thing is like 15, 10 years ago we were celebrating that Nerdum was no longer like this niche thing that comic book movies were everywhere and they're a huge thing. It's almost now that that's backfiring on us because I was thinking this before we, we started because now they don't actually care about the nerds who give a shit about this thing because normies, and I mean that respectfully, uh, won't really care about that kind of thing. They don't get into the characters for that kind of thing. And yeah, okay, fair enough, but that pissed me off. That, 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 that pissed me off. And that, that's why Iron Man 3 pissed me off. That, I know what you're saying. Iron Man 3 was better than this. I will give you that. Um, yeah. But that's only because you have Ben Kingsley being funny and it was written by a British guy who put some British humour in there no, that you know no American would have understood that's what it's at Christmas. No no, no American it. would have understood I'm the toast of Croydon, but I totally get that and still no, use that. Written by Shane Christmas. Black and directed by Shane yeah. Black. Well, there was you go. The big fat guy with the big glasses in Predator. He'd written um, Marcus Goodnight, Lethal Weapons, I can't remember which ones. It was I know I know they had a thing about subverting expectations, but sometimes you're gonna do something like extreme. It's I, gonna no, do... hang on a second. I think the Ben Kingsley subverting expectations was done really well. It, I remember coming out of that film being really disappointed. Um I have since watched it and been less disappointed, but I still don't think it's, it's that great. 
Um, I, I think it's better than Iron Man 2 in some ways, but I just, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, this was a pile of crap at the end. And, and the thing is, had they done it, had they put a hint in there, had we got like a, a, a Fantastic Four hint, had they even just said you can't go to space because of the accident, right? Mm -hmm. Some of this could have been forgiven. All you had to do, right, to please us, we're easily pleased with this kind of shit, right? Just, just give us a couple of drops. Just drop feed us some shit. It's all you needed to do instead of just taking a big fucking steamy pile of shit on us, which is what I felt like they did. Okay. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. It was it, it, it screwed the pooch at the end. They pissed away all their opportunities. Um, hopefully, they wander up as a bad guy. Um, but with that, it's time for our last part. Right, Nigel knows I like roller coasters. I really like roller coasters. My favourite roller coaster is probably the Hulk in uh, Universal in Florida. Um, but I don't like roller coasters as much as this woman does. Meet the woman whose boyfriend is a roller coaster. She claims to have kids with... Um, I can't pronounce it. Gallag Ingle, who's sexually attracted to objects, says she met... The Skyscream roller coaster at Germany's theme park, and she finally understood what love really meant. <laughs> well, um, to be fair, really does... to be fair, Skyscream did let her ride him on the first date. This really does meet all the criteria of what the fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a 43-year-old woman claims to be in a relationship with a roller coaster. Um, oh, Gallagher Ingalls from France, sorry. Uh, says She says kids with the theme park attraction. Ms. Engels says she's been sexually attracted to objects, objects since her teens, but as she's become adult, her uh, she's uh, become fascinated with roller coasters when she was 38. The artist... Oh, it had to be a fucking artist, didn't it? Uh, the artist found herself developing a strong romantic bomb bond with a German ride. She finally became fixated on the Sky Scream roller coaster at Holiday Park in Hasselock, Rhineland. Oh my God, Palatine State uh, in in the country's southwest. Her uh, attraction to the Sky Scream is so strong that Galay or Galay, uh, I think true love. Galel, Galel, Giselle. Anyway, um, oh you could say that I'm sexually drawn to roller coasters, but since I met the Skyscreen roller coaster, I've understood what love really was. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not part of it. <coughs> oh, God. So she's, she's built a mini replica game. of it and uh, said that's her kid. That's what she said. Engel well, model of her boyfriend, Skyscream roller coaster. What the fuck? That is, what the, <laughs> that, is, that is a completely what the f's going on there? I've heard of these lunatics. Um, oh god, there's just uh, she's unable to have any sexual relationship with the ride. I should fucking hope not. I don't want anyone sponging down a fucking seat after I come off the fucking Hulk at Universal. Oh, Seriously, too much detail, man. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, dude. Dude, dude. Do you think she asks, um, when she goes to the ride the coaster, do you think she asks to go oh, no, front, middle, or back? 
Oh, I knew you were going further. I knew you were going to go further. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> and the people... The people who are... It's a... Disgusting. Nigel. They've put... Let's put cling film or something over the seat. Just push it. Nigel, Nigel, Nigel. It's the end of the was Gareth, Nigel. You're out to see, mate. Quick. <laughs> the people on the right go, oh, it's that woman again. Quick. And before Nigel Get brings us covers. down into a further hole of depravity and disgusting sexual exploits, we will say goodbye. Say goodbye, Keith. Night <laughs> for fuck's sake, could say goodbye and don't say anything else about roller coaster woman. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>